Hey guys, we are Bad Moms in Business. I'm Bridget Robertson. I'm Amanda Sharp. And I'm Danielle Monahan. Today, we are talking about social media marketing for your business, Mm -hmm. um, specifically TikTok. And so we'll get into that a little bit here. But um, how are you guys doing? How was your week? Good. A little stressed, but it's fine. I'm getting there. How about you? I have no complaints. Good. Well, let me start a list of mine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, we could probably land ourselves in a clubhouse room and talk about your stress, Danielle. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I mean, we are talking about social media. I, I know we talked about of clubhouse. Yeah, I know we talked about clubhouse last week, but I did, but love it so much. It's I so. I have three invites. If anyone needs them, <laughs> I have one left. One left. I don't have any left, but I feel like you guys might have gotten more than me because you guys have been in there a little bit more than I have the last couple days. I found out the scoop on this, guys. Oh, you're tell- active in there enough. I don't know what enough is as far as their their criteria goes, but they release them every Tuesday in sets of three. So you get three invites every Tuesday, depending on how much engagement and interaction and stuff. I wonder if I have any. Should I look live on the podcast? And if if somebody in your already in your friends list creates a um, like saves their handle their name. Yep. Yes. And, and kind of gets put on the wait list. You can walk them in without actually using one of your invites. And you can do that at any time if you're active enough. I've, I've probably brought about 20 something people in. If that speaks to the volume. I have brought in maybe house. like seven, eight. <laughs> and I, I have three new invites. <laughs> so I invited someone with my first invite and then I got three more Mm -hmm. but that's it like I haven't walked anybody in I don't even know what that means I don't entirely know what that means either but basically when I when I've done it it just means somebody in your contacts list is ask you know saved their spot in line reserved their wait list and you can just go in and kind of claim them Yep, basically I think what that means is the people who I have saved in my contact list are not Interested mm-hmm. in Clubhouse. <laughs> they all have Samsung. <laughs> they even put it on Facebook, like saying, hey, I have invites. Who wants? Like five people came forward. The end. <laughs> it makes it hard, though, because it is iPhone only. Mm-hmm. So like Chris wanted an invite. And I'm not kidding you guys. He's had a, an Android for five or more years. And just a couple nights ago, he was like, Maybe I need to go back to an iPhone. <laughs> so this Just is for this app. I need to get an iPhone. I cannot even tell you how much I'm digesting the marketing behind Clubhouse because I feel like those who want to learn from it can learn so much from it in the exclusive nature of it, not just by invitation, but the actual platform you're allowed to utilize it off of or the mm-hmm. tool, I think is just crazy. And one guy he was a moderator in a group that I was in and he said, I'm almost to the point where I'm going to get another phone Mm. because he has to be able to work, but he doesn't want to get off of the platform as well. (laughs) Um, Wow. 
I yeah. was in a room the other day and the host, there was only one host, one mod, that was it. And I clicked on his profile and he said, I am one of the few that's here that does not have an iPhone. That is what his, his little description said under his picture. And I was like, huh, hmm. what does that mean? So I don't know. Maybe they are starting to branch out. That's probably a goal of theirs in 2021 is to branch out into the Android world. Beta testing for now the Android world. Maybe. Interesting. Or he's lying and he just has an iPad that he's using it from or something like that. I, I wondered that as well. Yeah. Very. Oh fun. my gosh, but I didn't even think about that. So you could, he doesn't, that guy doesn't need a new phone. He can just use like his iPad or something, right? Mm-hmm. Well, true, true. But he was using that analogy to express his love. How much he was using it. Yeah. I get it. I hate to consume our time with it, but I'm just so fascinated by it and I'm learning so much. It almost makes me frustrated with other apps now because inside Clubhouse, you can leave the app and still be listening to it just like yes, you can a podcast yes. or something. And now when I get on YouTube or Facebook or anything and I'm watching another video or listening to something there and I leave the app, I'm like, oh, I can't listen to it anymore. <laughs> like, it's so frustrating. They basically made that the podcasting platform yes. that you can actually engage with, mm-hmm. but you know, do other things at the same time. And that's why when I say I'm on it that long, it's not like I'm in it that long. I'm listening. I'm doing dishes, laundry, Mm -hmm. thousand pages of Spanish. (laughs) No bueno. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you ain't a kid. I'm not going (laughs) to talk about needing a clubhouse room for this therapy. (laughs) Friday is Owen's last day with it. And he was only at 30 something percent. As of like Sunday, oh. we're up to 50 something percent. That's our last class that we did because it's our least favorite. But I sent a message to his principal. I was like, so let's discuss a hypothetical. If he doesn't get 80% or more completion, oh no, will that average his score out a zero compared to the B plus and just average out to like maybe a C or D minus, like D plus? Like, what are we talking about? Like, What's the threat level? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I I started with hopefully this is the last Spanish email I will have to send to you this semester because it ends on Friday. <laughs> oh my gosh. Too much. Spanish is they hard. Must me. They must hate me. <laughs> A foreign language is tough. I took two years in high school of Spanish and then two semesters in college. And it is no joke. And I also remember none of it. Mm-hmm. I took it for two or three years in high school and I have very, very mm-hmm. little left. I'm going to allow for judgment on this with what I'm about to say. Okay. Oh and our viewers can judge me for it too because I've got strong shoulders. And I didn't follow through with it. But I thought really long and hard yesterday about making a Facebook post offering $200 for someone to complete the course. Oh. Oh, Amanda. Uh, you know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. I, I know in part, like there was a Bridget right here saying, Amanda, if you post that on social media, you're going to get it from Bridget. She's going to mm-hmm. slap you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're plugging through it on okay, our own. Okay. But man, wouldn't that have been a whole lot easier? Just pay well, yeah. Dollars? yeah. I mean, that's what you do in the real world. You don't want to do a job. You pay someone to do it. I mean, I'm not wrong there. So TikTok, TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Sorry. Dial that back. Um, All right. So Amanda is our uh, regular TikTok expert here. 
So let's get into it because Bridget and I, Bridget, you just did your first TikTok. Did you not? I did. I did. This is huge, guys. Yeah. This is huge. I have not. I haven't taken the plunge yet. I'm gonna, but I'm I'm ready to learn from Amanda. So yes. <laughs> teach us. Well, I love, and Bridget, you did your first TikTok because you were challenged by somebody mm -hmm. to, to do one and that mm -hmm. got you doing it. And you didn't just do one. You've now done two. Yeah. One being a duet, which is, that was quite a, like, adventure so, for you to go on for your second. That's what I thought, too. That's hard, right? It's, I mean, it's hitting a button, but oh, okay. regardless, it's, yeah. it's, I so mean, it's not that hard. Yeah. Most people and, are intimidated by it, though. Yeah. Well, and Seems as you know, the second I posted it, I was like, oh, I didn't use any hashtags or tag anything. So, and you can't edit. So, so what we're saying is to go to Bridget's TikTok, make sure you go watch that video, go give it a like or a thumbs up or whatever the TikTok link is, because that's how little I know about it. I love it. I don't know anything. I will say you will oftentimes see a person reuse their content because they couldn't edit it and they wanted to edit it. So if they save that video to their phone or uploaded it again as a new video so they could do their hashtagging or because some people just don't even put like a description or anything. That's exactly what mine is. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it was a duet. So it allowed it to get some traction from the person that you duetted with. I got like two likes on it. So that's, that's not nothing. <laughs> For a beginning TikToker, that's go. quite remarkable. Oh, well, thank you very much. So why don't we start with why TikTok? Because that's been my biggest question this whole time is why should I even bother doing it? I'm old. I'm one of those old people on TikToks. Like, what? <laughs> why should I do it? Well, for me, it was therapy because it was COVID and I needed something else to do. It was something fun and interesting. And it wasn't until we were brainstorming for podcast ideas and stuff that I decided as we were talking about our social media platforms, doing some course, not courses, but episodes on that to take it seriously, kind of using it more for a business platform. So I started as just a recreational user for fun. And I still am because I have fun doing it. But I tried to be more purposeful to see how the analytics would change. And, and they didn't change, honestly, that much. Hmm. I like your, your hmm at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's, I think it's interesting because I think for, for me, and we'll, we'll talk about this at a later date, but um, for me, Facebook is really where I try and capitalize and I understand Facebook. I, that's where my people hang out. Um, so that's why I'm there. So how did you decide that TikTok is where you wanted to try and branch out? And two parts. How did you decide that you wanted to use TikTok? And did you just jump in and start creating content or did you research first? That's a great question. So I like everything for our viewers who know me typically just jump right in. Mm -hmm. I did a video before I even understood TikTok because I wanted to understand how to do a video. So when the opportunity arose, I was ready to go. So that would be my number one thing, like play around with it. Even if you don't publish your video, you can save it at a draft or you can get rid of it. At least play around with it so you get familiar with the process of how to even do a TikTok. Um, so for me, like Bridget, I, I think you're wanting to stay in Facebook kind of 
because that's where your people are. I think that's very wise. And I also am doing that too. I just wanted to add another branch, Mm -hmm. another way to reach the people that I didn't already know on my Facebook and even Instagram. I think that's interesting too, because I don't know about you guys. A lot of my sphere on Facebook has, they've been leaving Facebook for one reason or another. Ooh, and they've been super pointing to these other ones. And that's the only place that you can find them is on TikTok, on Instagram, things like that. So I think that's really interesting that you're trying to broaden the horizon a little bit. And I heard something a long time ago, and I think this is very wise for anyone who's using any platform for your business, is if that platform disappeared, how big of your clientele would be gone. Mm. Would you have their phone number? Would you have their email address? And I think we take for granted because, I mean, that is directly how I contact my sphere, my past clients. I mean, they become friends and family. And so if Facebook were to go away, I think all three of us would be in trouble. For sure. I think a thousand percent. Most business owners at this point would be in trouble. And I think we've seen, like as Danielle, as you were saying, a lot of people are leaving Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram. I don't know if people are leaving Instagram like they are leaving some of the other ones. Um, but that is something that's always top of my mind. So that's where that's I would encourage everyone to have like a hub, like their main hub. And their main hub often is suggested that it goes back to like their website. Yeah. Everything directs things because the internet would have to go down for somebody not to be able to find you at that point. So it's very interesting. That hit home Um, a little bit. That one scared me a bit. I feel. I hope it scared a lot of people. I feel like a lot of business owners, (laughs) you know, we, we do what we know how to do best, right? Because you don't want to take on every platform because then you'll just be kind of mediocre at best at all of these different platforms. But when you have these these main ones that you focus on, if those were to disappear, that kind of blew my mind a little bit. And we put our blood, sweat, and tears into the ones that we know, like, and trust. And, I mean, it's the same platform that we people use us for. They're using us because they know, like, and trust us. So if we were to go away, our clients would be saying, oh, my gosh, now what do I do? So it's the same concept. I dig it. And I think, too, you have to consider what your business is. Mm, Um, If you're a, so for example, here where I'm sitting across the street is a very popular boutique store in downtown Trenton, Mm -hmm. all about grace. I'll give them some promotion. Oh, I love that name. It's great. And it's got a great story behind it, but um, they're directly across the street. I can see them and they do a ton of business and they advertise on Facebook. And so for them, if Facebook were to go away, I think they probably have enough loyal customers that it wouldn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, They would have enough like foot traffic, basically. I think so. But for a lot of people, the three of us included, you're right. If if social media goes away, we would have to completely revamp our business. Well, I think it kind of depends on it's what you were saying, but it kind of depends on what what it is that the business that you're in, like, what are you selling? Are you selling? A, an actual product like in a store brick and mortar or is it something that's more virtual like a, an e-course or something like that or doing something a little bit different even than that or you possibly are your product yourself right exactly like coaching so, yes yeah so it's it's very and obviously each 
each type of business has a different funnel they want to go down to. If you're mm. doing courses, I'm sure your email list needs to be spot on. You know, there's there's certain things um, where I don't know that our email list and our business is as strong as it was needed, you know, in the past. Yeah. But, and so I guess I, I looked at TikTok as an opportunity just to develop a platform just as one extra, you know, cushion if Facebook were to fall. Instagram I like that. Um, because I, I never want to be caught completely off guard. I at least want to have something. So, and I'm very creative, very, very creative. So yes, TikTok has allowed me to kind of allow my creativeness or conversations to come out a little bit more than Facebook has potentially, and maybe Instagram. So I, I have kind of found a little bit of a place on TikTok, but I mean, I'm not the expert by any stretch of the imagination because I'm still feeling it out. And you are our expert. Well, yes. thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. But I think it goes into understanding what results you want out of it. Mm. And my result, of course, I want to be viral and have like a million followers. Who doesn't? But realistically. <laughs> that's the goal. But realistically, very few TikTokers get to that status. Mm. Right. So I just want to keep relevant is the word that I'll use. So how do you determine what you talk about? So are you just talking about your business? Are you niching down? Like I hear these phrases all over the place. How how would you pick what your content is on TikTok? That's a really I think it is very important to understand your objective on TikTok. And it took me a while to nail that. So for me, my objective wasn't my business. My objective was people to get to know, like, and trust me for the people who don't already know, like, and trust me. Just feel comfortable with me. So that way, if I randomly did do a business TikTok, they're going to feel comfortable listening to me talk about that business or ask as opposed to just be being a brand new TikToker that's constantly like, hey, you want this, you want this, you want that. I'm hopefully giving them some inspiration, giving them a taste of my personality. So again, when I do have an ask, they'll be receptive to it and not unfollow me. That's hmm. a solid answer. I, I agree. Thank you for thinking. So <laughs> did you, I know that you did a little bit of research on the algorithms, right? And how all of that works. Did that change your content or change your upload schedule or anything Mm -hmm. along those lines? That's a great question. So I want to be very clear. I jumped into TikTok as a beginner and then I became very intentional with it. And that's when I started doing the research when we decided to kind of make this an episode. So even though I jumped into it, I did do some research down the road. And what's very interesting about TikTok is no one can truly understand the actual algorithm behind it. Oh, Interesting. The experts out there hope that they know and are saying it truthfully. But if you truly try to find anyone who is like saying this is how it works, I think they're absolutely lying. Interesting. And the thing is because you can't predict human nature, human behavior. We don't know the mood of society might make one video that wouldn't have been viral a week ago viral. I see. doesn't matter what hashtag you use, what your topic is. A lot of it is just alignment and luck. 
I think my biggest beef with TikTok is that it's like just a bunch of people copying off of each other ad nauseum until the next cool thing happens and they all copy off each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys or our listeners, please tell me if you've seen this. If you haven't, you gotta find it. Um, the guy who sings about internet drama. Have you seen this guy? Oh my not. gosh. The, oh my gosh. The broccoli, we gotta link it. Helen's thin lips keep your name off your, your thin lips. lips and then she talks about it's hilarious what and then, did helen do she stole my broccoli recipe. eight years ago oh and i can't be the only one confused here I cannot oh, like, be the only one confused, right? Five million views, Danielle. Five million views. Well, he's where done are my people at? Because I don't understand what's going on. I'm he's sorry. Done to three break times now. Three it. times. The first one was about. Um, he just takes random internet conversations that that are silly, um, and turns them into music, and it's amazing. So the first one was about it was like a Facebook marketplace back and forth. Um, and he was like, hello, is this available? And the person said, yes, it is. And then he sent another message and they were like, we're sleeping. Leave us alone. What? <laughs> and he's like, but Escalates. you reached out to me. And it's like, we're no longer interested. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. We, we will link it for, for those of you that it, don't know what we're I talking about. I feel like his about. name's Lupin or something like that. Something like that. Something with an L. Yeah. Um, and I totally did it backwards for those. Lupin. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it right (laughs) but he just released his third one I think so today's Tuesday I think he released his third one like Sunday or Monday they're brilliant so we'll link it um and so he he was original in that right like he created this original content but now all these people are jumping on his bandwagon or like riding his coattails I should say so here's my thoughts I don't I disagree with you on that because not all of us are very clever. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a it's a as long as you give that person credit. Sure. I think I'm all for yes. it. If you know who started it, obviously there are certain dance ones that I'm like, who was the original person to create like that okay. savage song? I don't know. Do people even do that one anymore? I don't know. I don't know. Like savage. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Like my world, I, I mean, walk I around little, saying TikTok dance with it. So sorry. <laughs> Um, so my, if, as long as you're giving the person credit, I feel like it's, n- you're, you're, it's super nice. fair it's- point. And I do have to say TikTok, the way that they designed it is when you click to use that sound, it's very clear who the original user was. I did not know that. Of it. So they do get credit for that sound, which will go back to them. So it's kind of like good publicity. The more people okay. who do something with it, the more chances are there to be discovered. And he, he is talented. He is very talented. He um, is. I'm the, excited to see it. The it's dances cool. and stuff. But this is the thing. There's a whole lot of rooms on TikTok. There's the dancing rooms. There's the singing rooms. There's the knowledgeable rooms. There's the therapy rooms. There's the self-help rooms. There's there's a lot on TikTok. So just because you're going, I would never dance. We don't have to dance. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. And you know what? You're, you're right, Danielle. I guess that would be, um, as the creator of that, it would be kind of cool to see people take it and turn it. Because the, like the broccoli casserole one, 
people are doing like dramatic reenactments of it and fantastic. They're, they're so good. Um, and that kind of stuff I'm into, but like the, the dancing stuff, I'm like, how many times can I see a girl shake her butt? Like I'm, I'm over scroll. I like the spoof ones where it's like, they have all of these hot girls doing these dances. And then it's just like somebody super average who can't do that dance move. And then they try to recreate it. I'm like, yes, that That's that's what, that's me. That's what I want right there in my life. For sure. And that's the thing, like there's all these different types of movies. There's all sorts of different books. So that's how much is on TikTok. There's all sorts of different stuff on TikTok. So anyone can find a place there. It's a matter of how you want to use it for your business, if you want to use it for your business. Going back to your question about the the, um, madness behind it for what I did, I kind of tried to find not a niche, but something I could commit to because I was going to post starting December one, I posted daily for the whole month with the exception, I think of Christmas Eve or something like that. Cause we had a beautiful white Christmas here and I did two videos on that, <laughs> but I developed coffee conversation with Amanda mm-hmm. and that allowed for me to constantly have a content because it could have been about check out my cool cup. This is my new microphone. Here's a fun quote I heard. So it gave me unlimited possibilities to adhere to a content commitment, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's very your personality. That's your style. That's your brand is something like that. As opposed to if you started doing dance ones, I think a lot of people would be like, what? She's losing her mind. (laughs) (laughs) I did do one dance one to be funny and it was terrible and it was funny. So it was good therapy because we laughed and it was just fun. It wasn't, I was not twerking. (laughs) Did anybody else find that hilarious that she is? (laughs) I'm appalled. (laughs) I'm going to have to watch myself back because I'm pretty sure my eyes were closed and I have no idea what I looked like. (laughs) <laughs> but I felt disgusted when I used that word. <laughs> but I do think, I think that's important to remember um, is to be yourself on there. I think that's part of my hesitation because what am I going to do on there? Go on there and like be sarcastic about what? Go on there and be silly about what? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So it's hard for me. The one I did yesterday. Um, first of all, where are my emo kids at? Right here, baby. Right here. I'm old. (laughs) I mean, I dare you to hear a video with Taking Back Sunday and not duets. That's a that's a TikTok term, guys. Um, (laughs) It is. (laughs) And and recreate that video. I dare you to not do it. You can't. There was no way I couldn't. So um, that was fun. But to come up with original content. And I think that's what stopped me because like I said a few minutes ago, I hate that it's like the same stuff over and over and over and over Mm -hmm. again until something else is cool. And I just don't want to do that. I just don't want to do that. I don't know. It's hard to find your own voice in such a crowded space. Yeah. And I think it's not hard once you find your voice though. Mm. So once you find your voice, the rest will fall into place. Can I just be afraid to show your voice? So are you saying I should just lip sync emo songs from the early 2000s every day? You could be the lip syncing realtor. I would follow you. Hmm. I will follow you. (laughs) 
follow you wherever. We should all three do a I will follow you and we can duet, duet, duet. Oh my gosh, that would be See, hilarious. The possibilities are endless. And, and nobody I really, wants to hear me saying no. I feel like anytime you talk to anyone in any social media platform, you have to have a niche. You have to have a niche. You have to have a niche. I'm so sick of hearing that. So over it. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> well, and I would argue that in TikTok, it's almost impossible to have one. That's not true. Um, it is possible to have one, but you run out of content very quickly. So Absolutely. you either need to repurpose that content or you need to fill it in with silly stuff. Here's my garden. Here's my dog, whatever. And then the next day, maybe you pick up your your niche. Um and I think, I don't know, I'm just so intimidated by it. And I'm sure me that I'm too. not alone. I'm, I know Danielle is too. I'm so, so intimidated so, by it. Let me ask you both, Bridget, what are you intimidated about it? About, if I said that correctly. You know, my biggest thing, and you guys know this about me, our listeners may, may or may not, but I am not tech savvy um, at all. You and learned to do it, girl. Don't, don't downplay your ability. Um. But you know what I mean? Like listeners, the, the awesome graphics that you see and the awesome, like you should go check out our YouTube because Danielle did new <gasps> thumbnails for all of our videos and they are so beautiful. Them. It's, di- it's disgusting how beautiful they are, oh, but okay. all of the stuff that you are seeing and the editing and all of the stuff that's Amanda and Danielle. I have nothing to do with that. I show up on Tuesday and, um, wash my hands of it. She's downplaying uh, yourself, folks. You <laughs> but I'm just, I'm not technologically savvy. And so when I'm watching TikTok and I'm seeing all of these videos with like edits and cuts and different filters that pop in and out and words coming up, on the, I'm just like, I don't know how to do that. It freaks me out. And nobody wants to just like, listen to me talk. I did a TikTok the other day, ladies. And I shared this quote with you. And I, I believe it with every inch of me now that I know it. If you're not a little embarrassed about the first thing you've put out, you started too late. That's true. Like, and it's so true because if you wait for perfection, you're never going to do it. Mm. Danielle, yep. You can raise it higher, sweet thing. Yeah. That's why Um, I don't do things. That's why I don't jump on the bandwagon of anything is because I demand perfection out of myself and I don't know how to, I don't know what I'm doing. But let's talk about, for example, our thumbnails for YouTube and stuff mm. such like that. Mm-hmm. We started with this. We upgraded. Yes. We gave it a facelift. Like, wow, it's amazing. But if what we started with wasn't terrible, but now no. like it's wow. So like we're you're going to grow within that platform when you find your voice. But this is why it's so good that there is the three of us because you guys pull that out of me. If it was just me doing this podcast all by my lonesome, I wouldn't have started. I wouldn't have posted anything until I had the other stuff mm. because that's just who I am. Well, and I don't, I know it's, it's hard to <laughs> right now, but I just love Clubhouse because it's where we're hearing yes. other people. Yeah. And, you know, we hear people in the podcasting rooms that they just, they're in their own way to even start. Mm-hmm. And it makes me so sad because their message is not being heard. And more than likely, that message is phenomenal. But they're doing the Danielle thing that Mm -hmm. their ducks are not in a row. So therefore, I cannot start. And so 
it's, it's, it saddens me because I really feel like everyone has a voice, a story to share. And if it's not getting told, it makes me sad. And your story on TikTok can be just as powerful. You know, if we did an hour long tapings of TikToks, that would be 61 minute videos. Think of how much content. That's interesting. So your ultimate advice for anybody, including myself, and I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it. Just do it. Just to start. Just to really start. What, if you were to, to pick one thing to give us advice on with TikTok today, it's just do it. Just start. Just start and have fun. And if you're having fun and being who you are, the right people, you're going to land on the right people's pages. Okay, people. Forget about listening. the hashtags. Forget about, you know, the, the perfect editing. Just do it. Sorry if you just heard my Google go off for no apparent reason. Um, but everybody who is listening and watching right now, hello. I, Danielle Monahan, will be doing my first TikTok. I don't know when. I got to, you know, make time for it and stuff and actually figure out what I'm going to do. But I will do a TikTok. You've All right. It. And All post right. it in the group. Yes. <laughs> Danielle, I think you, your biggest problem and many of our listeners' problems, and listeners let us know if you agree, I think a lot of people are just super reserved in their feelings. Yes. Mm. And TikTok is, I think, an expression of your feelings. So I do think that a personality like yours is going to have a harder time mm-hmm. putting yourself in the in the front seat of TikTok and expressing yourself. That's something I've been working on for probably like the last half of ye- half of the year, you know, in 2020 is really trying to be more authentic online. And not that I was not being that way. It was just, I'm a very private person. Absolutely. So I compartmentalize my life into, okay, this is business. I'm posting business things on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. And then I forget oh, to post the personal stuff because I am so private and reserved. So I'm, I'm working on that. So yes, I will do it. It's going to go out there. Mm, She nervous. She real nervous. (laughs) I do have to say, like, I do believe you can reserve a portion of your personality and be very, um, reserved and private still, but still allow Mm -hmm. a little bit of your fun Danielle that we have been privileged to know out a little bit you know what i would love to see out of danielle's tiktok what let's hear it okay danielle you i'm I'm sure you know this you know this i you've been on there you could play like metallica or rob zombie or something and you better get out that black eyeliner and straighten your hair as straight as it goes this is what i'm talking about (laughs) the choker you know and then just stare into the camera and let Rob Zombie talk. And you're just like, talk to your soul. Everybody who's watching this or listening to this right now is like, what? No, they are. Danielle does what? <laughs> oh, Danielle, you know how you did that reel on Instagram where you were in your cute little pajamas. Yeah. Which is Don't your give away trade house. Secrets. Don't give away trade secrets. <laughs> I think 
I know but where you know where I'm going with this. I know where you're going with okay. this. Okay. So that I is what it. I would challenge you to do as your first TikTok. And I, I guarantee think. you. I think that's I genius. I guarantee you. You will get more views on that one TikTok than all of my coffee conversations for the month of December. Oh, well, that's I too think. much pressure. Y'all are putting way too much it's pressure. not too much pressure. Yeah. I guarantee Bridget would agree. Yeah, that's, I, I that's, do. That's virability. Me talking about my coffee cup. Mm, it's Amanda. <laughs> that that's, there. That's gold. I, I think that that would be so fun. And it wouldn't require you to talk. That's true. Yes. So I like true. That. I like that aspect a lot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, let's button it up. Cause All we right. want to, let's debut this without giving away exactly what we're talking about, but we're all on the same page. Here, we got so. this. We got this. Oh so and one thing I would add, um, this would be like my, my personal final tip. And of course we can talk about anything else about TikTok that you guys want to ask me is I would develop a hashtag for yourself. Mm. writing that down you they can just click on that and it'll funnel to all of your other videos because we want them to engage in your other videos as well so that would be i don't care if it's a really random hashtag as long as it's yours perfect so i guess in closing i want to know from our listeners who is using tiktok already yes um have you had a video go viral which i know sounds insane but a member of our uh, family here had a viral video without even trying. Um, Danielle. That's true. <laughs> so, no, I've never been on TikTok before. I don't know what I'm doing. My husband posts occasionally just stuff of like our son on there. And one of our son's videos <laughs> went viral on there. His pants had fallen down and he told us that his pants fell down and it, I wouldn't say it went viral. It went like semi-viral. I don't know like what's the cutoff, but it got like 120, 130,000 views on it and stuff. So, I mean, that's, that's I think that's, I mean, that's something. Rule of thumb is the viral is like millions, right? That's what I would say. Viral is basically if it's like anywhere from five to 10 times you're following which that definitely was beyond that has made your video viral in the nature of your channel. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was absolutely a viral. Yeah, We were super surprised about that. I mean, it hit, you know, 5,000 views and we're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And then all of a sudden it was like 10,000 in an hour. And we're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And it just continued to go from there. Yeah. So it's not as hard as you would think apparently to Mm -hmm. go viral. Um, air quotes I, I use there. Um, so I'm I'm just curious from our listeners, who's already using TikTok, whether it's personally or for their business? Have you had a video that kind of blew up? Um, that's that's what the kids say. And um, <laughs> if you don't, or you've been thinking about it, have we convinced you to try? Yeah. That's my, those are my questions. And I have a last tip here, oh. which is, If I am going to be posting my first TikTok and I'm going to be posting it in our group, that means you have to go to our Bad Moms in Business VIP group. Get in there because that's the only place that it's going to be. Yes, I agree. We have we save some of the good stuff for our VIPs. So Mm -hmm. um, make sure that you just go to Facebook and type in Bad Moms in Business VIP group and request to join and we will add you. Mm -hmm. Anybody can join. Mm-hmm. Even boys. Even boys. Absolutely. Some of our best supporters are men. Absolutely. 
Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm grateful for all of our supporters. Me too. Me too. Do we have anything to close? What is our B? Be you. Mm. Oh, I like it. You. I like it. I like it. Be you. Be you. Find your voice. Put it out there. I like it. And unless, I guess, I I want to throw a disclaimer out there because I'll be really bad if somebody got fired. I'm so sorry, you guys. Mm. Keep in mind, each job has certain rules about TikToking for your business or even as your own individual self. Great point. Um, So be mindful that that can be damaging to your career if it's correct. So Correct. If that. you're if you're a Nazi sympathizer, perhaps Ooh. don't put that on <laughs> right for a big thing. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have been a little bit more delicate, but you get the point. Get on the down low. <laughs> yeah, um, because you know, free speech is free speech until it hurts someone, and then there's repercussions. So, yeah. um, yeah, be be yourself, but within With the, the limits of reasonability. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be yourself when it's appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) That might sound restrictive and a little bit of an oxymoron compared to what we were talking about, but you get my point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyway, well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that we encouraged you to try a new platform this week. And um, we can't wait to hear about your TikTok experiences thus far. Have a phenomenal week and we will see you next Thursday. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.